I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Can a romance novel inspire a love story off the page? Today, we are hearing from two people who fell in love over literature. Plus, we have an extra special surprise. I'm Sarah Wendell. Hi, I'm Alicia Rye. Welcome to Love Struck Daily, where we bring a love story to your ears every single day. Let's do another question in the New York Times 36 questions to fall in love, Sarah, because I am dying to get to know you more. I, I'm a big fan of this quiz. They put it out. Uh, New York Times put it out. And I know a lot of couples who have taken it. I've taken it with my, oh gosh, fiance. That sounds so weird to say. I've taken it with my fiance and we've learned a lot about each other. So I just want to learn more about my little work wife here. This question this week is, if you had a perfect day, what would it be? Oh gosh. I don't... There, the minute you say perfect day, like 10 million things rush into my brain. But do you know, I think my most perfect days are the ones where things are kind of simple. So maybe like I would go to the beach with Kai and we'd pack like a cooler full of stuff and we'd have a little picnic there and just listen to the water. I don't really like to get into the ocean, but I like to listen to the waves. And I think that would be like a perfect day for me. Very simple, very, very low key, but just filled with everything I like. My best day would probably be also a day at the beach 
Um, you have to have French fries on the beach. So I'd probably oh, have, a, yeah. have a big 100%. order, of, big order of fries. Of course we'd bring a book. Oh, I think. Are you kidding? Absolutely. Yeah. Gotta bring a book. Yeah. We'd bring, we'd bring one of our favorite romance novels. Yes. Because I think that that's like beaches. I mean, there was a reason they call them beach reads and there's nothing wrong with being a beach read. I always, I always get a little upset when people say that derogatorily, you know, or in a derogatory no, way. Because beach read is very oh, important. Beach read is like. The highest of compliments for yes. me. Yes. Please read me while you're relaxing. I love it. Very much so. Have you ever seen somebody reading the same book as you? Oh, yes. And then get very excited. I've seen somebody read one of my books in public and that freaks me out. I almost died. I was at a pool and she was sitting on the opposite. I still remember. She was sitting on the opposite like lounger. And I looked at the book and I was like, that book looks familiar from here. And then I was in the pool and I looked at it again. I was like, oh, wait, that's my book. It was so weird. And I didn't say anything because I felt shy. And it, it would be so intimidating, right? Like it to, was go intimidating. Up, to go up to somebody I, I and be like, she hey, it. I hope you write I hope you like that because I wrote it. Yeah. It's and like also like how do you not sound goofy when oh, you yeah. say that? Like, oh yeah, I'm I, that book you're reading, I wrote it. <laughs> like there's no way to not sound silly. So I didn't say anything, but I, I hope I hope if she hears this, maybe she'll know. Well, I mean, a good book can do a lot for your life, right? I think it could even start your own love story. I think you're right about that. So today we have one of our favorite examples of a relationship igniting from the tinder of a good book. Anthony Gutierrez and Athena Matavif bonded over books and libraries on their first date, chief of which was a book they were both reading at the time called Aisha at Last by Uzma Jalaluddin. One of my favorite books. I love that book. Oh, so good. They are now engaged, Anthony and Athena, and they're getting married in December. So please welcome Anthony and Athena. We are so excited to have you guys. This was such a cute story, and we're really excited to talk to you about it. Uh, How did you two meet? Like, where did you meet? We worked at very similar orgs and like a similar industry. So we actually met at a conference. Oh, but were either of you like on the apps or, you know, actively looking or or was this just like a chance thing? I'm like a hopeless romantic and I'm just like always just like I, I'm going to find love. Like it'll just be at the next event or like the next swipe or whatever. So um, I was definitely looking. I did not expect at that work event to meet someone who I would eventually marry. I never thought I would marry someone in the same policy space, workspace that we're in? So actually at this time, I literally had on my board, like, do not date for another year. Mm. He came to visit and I was like, well, that didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) So I met him, like he was hanging out with my coworkers and I think they like introduced me to him. I will say like I did, for some reason, I just really wanted Anthony to like me. I don't know why. I think because my coworkers liked him so much. Um, <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. So it's like, I wanted to be cool too. We were just talking. Anthony handed me his card and was like, let me know if you ever want to get coffee. And then in my head, I was like, wait, so did we just like network? Like what just happened? I, I did give her my card first because I thought it was like a a networking kind of event. And then like she denies this, but then she like touched my arm and was like giving me flirty <laughs> vibes. So then I was like, oh, I guess I can keep talking to you and see, like, what's up? And, like, during this time, 
before Anthony came, there was like this other dude that was hitting on me at a table. And he was like, you know, like there's a music festival happening this weekend in Denver. And I'm like, I'm going to fly you. And Anthony came up to me and he was like, so your Uber is ready if you want to go. He kept insisting that his place was on the way. Yeah, I mean, it was like 30 minutes out of the way to get to her house from like, then to get to mine. So like Uber drivers are always listening to you. So I was like, I was like, hey, man, so you you heard me ask her out. Like, what do you think are the odds she's going to actually come out with me? And he was like, no chance. (gasps) I was like, so I like went like from up to down. I was like, well, the Uber driver has zero faaith in me, but um, I'm I'm gonna gonna try anyways. And then in the car, he asked me if we wanted to get dinner. And I was like, dinner's a lot. You know, why don't we try brunch? You know, that's during the day. I would prefer that. And and so we ended up going and that is where we had our first date. I I do love your confidence. And I think that that's something that, you know, people get very bogged down and, you know, what if they reject me? What if they do this? But really, you were just like, I'm going to put myself out there and see what happens and no harm done, right? Like, that's a really good, I think, attitude to to have towards it. Now, really did. <laughs> on, yeah, it works. <laughs> on your on your very first day, you actually bonded over a certain book, which I really love because books are kind of my jam. So can you tell us a little bit about that? I think you should start, Anthony. I'll, I'll start I this one. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we, she told me we could only do brunch. And she showed up like 10, 15 minutes late, which I was like, flag. But then she told me later it was because she was like, I'm trying to look really cute. So we get to this brunch place and I'm really nervous. I'm already having like a brunch cocktail. And we just start talking about like her job and it kind of continues the conversation from the bar. So I was kind of like, is this a networking thing? Is that why she pushed me to brunch? Like, what's the vibe? So it's trying to be really respectful. And then... She was saying that, you know, like she was already talking about what she was going to do after the date. So to me, I was like, oh, she's already counting down the minutes till we're done. Um, She's like, I have to go to the library to return this book I read. It's a Muslim uh, romance novel. And I was like, I was like, let me see. You have it with you. So let me see it. And she pulls it out. Aisha at last out of her bag. And then like, no joke, I lean over to my backpack and I was like midway through the book and pulled it out and was like, I'm actually reading. I was going to finish it on the bus ride home after this date. And she was like, oh, I just finished it. And she was like, why are you reading a Muslim romance novel? And I was like, well, actually, I just read lots of romance novels. So this is just like in the queue. I I actually, I never read romance novels before that book. That was my first one. It's a good one to start with. Yeah. And I got it because my coworker like just said, like, this is a book that really made me smile. And I was like, interesting. So I like picked it up and I read it and I was like, I love this. And so when I found out Anthony... First of all, when I found out he was reading it, I was like, you read romance novels? Interesting. And then I just, now I read a ton of romance novels because of Anthony. Like, that's all I read now. So, you know, like we did our brunch date and, you know, she was like, well, I have to return this book. Do you just want to come with me? And so we went to the library together and like wandered and like looked at books together. And then we went to like late lunch together and I got her watermelon juice at the farmer's market. And I mean, <laughs> it was pretty much like nonstop from that. I mean, at that point, she might as well have thrown the post-it away because, um, you know, we were she was in it. Is that right, Athena? Were you in it <laughs> the, at the watermelon juice and the library visit? You can say yes. I, it's I, okay. I, yeah, I was in it. You, you were in it. I, I wasn't planning to be in it, but I was in it. Yeah. You know? I mean, the best laid plans, right? Yeah. 
I I really I like I I just love this because Aisha at last is like one of my I think favorite books and I just think it's such a great thing to bond over. What would you say to like Uzma? Like if she was listening right now, like what would you say to her? What would you want to say? Yeah. Thank you so much for writing one, a beautiful story for being a part of our romance story. And I mean, for me, it was also really interesting. Um, you know, like Athena is Muslim. I'm not. It was really interesting to see romance with that cultural context. And then to almost like immediately be in that cultural context was um was yeah, it was really important to me. So the diversity of that book was really helpful. We do have a surprise for you, and we have a very special guest. Hi everyone, it's Uzma. <laughs> Hi guys! Hello. Oh my gosh. <laughs> This day is too overwhelming. <laughs> Hello, Uzma. Hello, Uzma. Hello, everyone. Hi, Fina. Hi, Anthony. This is, I've been trying not to cry. I've just been listening to this uh, like a fly on the wall. And your your story is so beautiful. And like as romance writers, you know, we just kind of put this joy out into the world and we just don't know where it will go or where it will end. So I'm so honored and privileged to feel like I was a little part of your love story. It's so beautiful. Are you okay, um, Anthony? Wow. You look a little. <laughs> wow. Awesome. This is, I'm me. so starstruck. Okay. I have no oh, words. This is amazing. Oh, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> I mean, Uzma, like, this is, this is so wild, like, that you, you did put something out in the world and it ignited a real life kind of connection and a love story I and know. a new life, you know, it's, a new partnership. That is, yep. how does that feel for you? I I'm overwhelmed as, as a as a, a lifelong reader and a, a lover of books. Like this is what I I never thought that this would happen. I never thought my book would be published mm-hmm. in the first place. And to see it inspire, you know, to even play like obviously you guys have done the hard work of you know finding each other and sustaining a relationship. But to even be a part of that, it's so beautiful and overwhelming. It's like look, diverse love brought us together. <laughs> That's really what it is. Truly, what it is. <laughs> Are you okay, Anthony? <laughs> I'm not often surprised. This was uh, this is quite the surprise. What have you learned about love from reading romance novels, and you know, particularly Uzma's book? Like, what what was what is your sort of takeaway? So I think like so when people find out I read romance novels, I think it's like you're. It's a little shocking because I think it's like mostly women who read. Like I'm in book clubs with mostly women who read them, and cool. I actually think that's kind of a mistake. Like I feel like I see a lot more men who are more vulnerable, who are more open, who are more real. They're not like, there's not really the like machismo. And to me, that just opened up opportunities for me to feel more comfortable, to be more open, more emotional, more sensitive. So I love reading that. And then I love that it's not like just the damsel in the stress and the man who saves her. It's very much so two people who come together to kind of figure out how they can make a life together. Do you see why my coworkers love him? <laughs> yes, I can very much see that. Definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anthony, you talked a little bit about how reading Uzma's book, because Athena is Muslim, like how that you feel helped you a little bit in your relationship. Do you think those differences have sort of made your relationship stronger, like the the intercultural or interreligious differences between you? I, I think what was helpful for me more than anything, it just made me really open to like her cultural practices and, you know, the things that her family really appreciates um, and practices. So if anything, it just made me more kind of comfortable because I'd seen it in an aspect that I kind of knew and 
you know, like Persian New Year is coming up and we're going to be setting up, you know, all of our the little pieces. And I just relearn it every year um, and I'm learning Farsi so that I can talk more to her family. So it's just like a oh, cultural nice. awareness and then like putting it into practice. I think those are both kind of stem from like learning about it and in a book that I was going to read anyways. Yeah. So it's kind of like a like a window for you into her life. That's very cool. Lizma, are you freaking out right now? Because I would be. <laughs> <laughs> I totally this, am. This I'm like, so how can I put this in a book? Yeah, Wait a minute. Can that's I? exactly where my <laughs> mind went too. I mean, this is this is truly inspiration. How do you usually find inspiration? Just curious for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we we get inspired by everything, and I I think your story, hearing the entirety of the story now, is it's just you don't know where love is going to find you. Like you really don't. You could be at a work event annoyed at your coworkers, uh, and here's your knight in shining armor who saves you from this guy who's trying to pick you up. Like how how awesome and ordinary and wonderful is that, right? Like it's just the beauty in everyday life. I love that. And that that's really what I'm inspired by most of the time. I like to write about regular people finding love in all sorts of different ways. I'm working on my my third book right now, desperately, Alicia, I'm in edits, help me. Uh, Help me. (laughs) I'm also in edits. (laughs) Ah, deep in edits. And, uh, but that's what keeps you going, right? Like for me, it's, it's being able to write about the types of people and the types of communities that growing up, I never saw represented on the page. Like I never read a romance about Muslim people. Like, come on, we're always the victims, right? But to be able to, I feel so so lucky really to be able to bring these these stories to life and look you guys are having your own little love story in real life it's it's beautiful i'm feeling all the feels do you have any romantic advice for them any romance author expert advice for them as they embark on this jury <laughs> journey oh my god romance author advice or for just them. expert advice i mean you are we're kind of experts i like to think <laughs> we are we are like, yeah we'll we claim totally that. Well, I, I, I've been married for, I'll be celebrating my my 20th anniversary with my husband this year. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I, I've been, I got married young. So um, so my husband and I are celebrating our 20th. We have two, two kids together. And I would say, you know, we're very different people. Uh, but the thing that I love about him, and I think the thing he loves about me is that uh, I always feel like I'm learning something new from him, and he he loves to hear about and cheer on my my writing journey. And we give each other the freedom to just be ourselves and not really. I, I've never wanted to change him. He never wanted to change me. And it's coming from you know like a South Asian community where you know there's a little bit of like a mold of the kind of person that you should be, the the kind of face you should present to the world. Uh, what I what really drew me to him um, in the beginning was that he he didn't expect me to be a certain way. He was just like you do you. And I'm just going to stand back and let you be who you are. And that's really, I think, one of the, the respect and the, the love that comes from that. It, it's, uh, it's a good place to start. And it's a good thing that we, that we always try to build on uh, as the years pass. Uh, the days are long, but the years are short. Remember that, too. So true. Yeah, I think that's really important to remember. Very true. And it sounds like that's what you guys did. I mean, you're two very, very much individuals, and you've somehow managed to find your way to each other despite despite post-its telling you maybe yeah. to turn the post-it is gone right you tossed the post-it tossed yeah I was like I don't know who I was kidding Anthony or Athena do you have any final words for Uzma or for the audience I mean I think I would say be open-minded to new experiences new people new books you know I mean I'm like what if I never had that book and like read it like, would I 
I mean, I feel like I would still think Anthony was great, but I feel like at that moment I was like, oh, like this is like a sign, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Yep. So yeah, just be open-minded to experiences and different things. Yeah, I would, I would just say date men who read romance novels. <laughs> they're, you know, they're a great group of people. They're very sensitive and charming. I, I would wholeheartedly agree with you. You should absolutely date men. Can confirm. Who read romance novels. For, for, for 100%. Yeah. And there should be a book club, actually, just for there should. guys. Yeah. You should start that, Anthony, in the DMV. Okay. I'll work on that next. Yeah, work on that. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Athena, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you for bringing this story to us. We love it so much. And thank you to Uzma, of course, for being our, our special surprise guest. I hope I hope you guys uh, have a wonderful wedding and a wonderful life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for writing this books. Is, thank is, you for having us. Both of you all. This is wonderful. Sarah, what is your love to go for today's episode, which is the cutest episode in the world? Oh my gosh. What is something, what what do you want our listeners to take with them into the day? The idea that you should absolutely, unabashedly love what you love and be yourself, that Anthony feels confident in who he is and what he loves to just be like, yeah, I read romance and this is the one I'm reading. That brought him a person who he's marrying. Being who you are in the world will bring the people who best fit what you love into your life. At least that's my faith anyway. So that is my love to go. Be who yourself unabashedly. I love that. And and if anybody would like to tell us who they are, please send an email to lovestruckdaily at frolic.media if you have a love story to share or any questions or thoughts. Or you want to tell also, us about what book you're reading. Do that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, anything. Please follow us on Instagram or Twitter at LoveStruckDaily for extra content. And please, please, please leave a review, subscribe, spread the word about the show. If you love it, we would love your support. Our researcher is Jesse Epstein. Our editor is Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler and Little Scorpion Studios and Jillian Davis with executive producer Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. We wish you a very happily ever after. with you.